everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton. And if you turned in, tuned into our episode yesterday, you heard me talking about 11 things that you do want to keep in your safe deposit box. They're not totally relics of the past anymore, even though much of our life is digital. And now today... I'm glad you're back with me because we are going to talk about nine things that you do not want to keep in a safe deposit box. You know, it is a digital world, no doubt, guys, and almost anything that matters is stored virtually in the cloud. And to that end, a physical safe deposit box can seem like a relic of the brick and mortar and high strength steel past, but you don't want to totally write off the value of keeping certain valuables securely tucked away in your bank's vault. Some examples of things that you do want to include in a safe deposit box include those prized possessions, such as baseball cards or jewelry inherited from a relative, and important papers and photos. A safe deposit box can also offer critical protection for other important documents. However, safe deposit box isn't a wise choice for many things. There are a few items that you might come to regret locking away in your bank, which isn't open on nights, holidays, or perhaps even on weekends. Access to your safe deposit box could be even more limited during emergencies like natural disasters, which could even threaten the bank and box itself depending on where you live. The coronavirus pandemic reduced operating hours for some bank branches and limited access or required appointments for in-branch services, such as access to safe deposit boxes. Moves like that complicate your ability to retrieve important documents or items when you need them. And the answer is to create a financial plan for natural disaster beforehand. Experts recommend storing important items that you need to access more frequently or on short notice in a fireproof home safe that's bolted to the floor. But what items are we talking about here? Number one, cash. You finally want some cash at the casino, or maybe you just like to keep a cash of, or a stash of cash at home just in case. Would storing it in a safe deposit box be a better move? Experts warn that there are several reasons you shouldn't keep cash in a safe deposit box. If you need the money in an emergency, but the bank is closed, you're out of luck. The idle cash loses buying power over time due to the effects of inflation. It's better to put the money in an interest-bearing account or CD if you're going to keep it with the bank. And some banks expressly forbid storing cash in a safety deposit box. You definitely wanna read the fine print of your agreement. And bear in mind too, that cash in a safe deposit box isn't protected by the FDIC. To receive FDIC insurance, which covers up to $250,000 per depositor, per insured bank, your cash needs to be deposited in a qualifying deposit account, such as a checking account, savings account, or CD. The bank that houses the safe deposit box will be happy to hold your cash and may even give you a smidgen of interest on it. Second item you don't really want to think about um, keeping in your safe deposit box is your passport. Unless you're a social media influencer who travels for clicks or a global business executive, you probably don't need your passport at hand 24-7. So it's tempting, you might think, for security reasons, to store it in the safe deposit box where it won't get lost, damaged, or stolen. Well, you may want to think twice about that. A planned trip is one thing, but emergency trips by their nature are unplanned. 
and inevitably arise during non-banking hours. A child getting sick while studying abroad or a parent suffering an accident while on an international cruise can spark a scramble to leave the country on short notice. Or how about this? You get lucky and find a fantastic deal on a last minute trip to Europe. It's after five on a Friday. The flight is Sunday evening and your bank doesn't reopen until Monday. If your passport is stored there in a safe deposit box, you are out of luck. It's a better idea to keep your passport stored in a home safe. Another thing you don't want to store in your safe deposit box, I mentioned this yesterday when we were uh, when I first introduced the idea, is your will. Keeping copies of your own will, your spouse's will, and any wills in which you're named the executor locked in a safe deposit box seems like a smart move. However, you don't want to store the original version of your will there, especially if you're the sole owner of the safe deposit box. And here's why. After your death, the bank is going to seal your safe deposit box until an executor can prove he or she has the legal right to access it. And this could lead to long and potentially costly delays before your will is executed and your heirs receive their inheritances. Instead, keep the original of your will with your attorney or somewhere else where your executor can access it without jumping through legal hoops and keep a copy safely stored away. You may also consider keeping your final letters of instruction in a safe deposit box. They're vitally important. Leaving a letter of instruction to go along with your will is a really smart estate planning move because a letter can outline such things like your wishes for your medical care, when you die, or whether you want to be buried or cremated, what kind of memorial service, if any, you'd like to have. And the level of detail is really up to you. Also, a letter of instruction can include details on specific bequests. Brother Larry gets your Star Wars memorabilia. Cousin Kathleen gets the pearl earrings you inherited, and so on. However, if your letter of instruction is sealed inside of a safe deposit box that no one but you can access, your final wishes might not be granted. I'm going to keep that letter of instruction with your original will. And experts recommend sending dated copies of the letter to anyone who's designated to receive a specific bequest. You also don't want to keep powers of attorney in your safe deposit box. You don't have to die to run into trouble keeping documents in a safe deposit box. I want to say you've been good about getting life's important legal paperwork signed, sealed, and delivered. One of those documents is a durable power of attorney, which gives authority to a third party to act on your behalf should you become incapacitated or somehow unable to handle your legal and financial affairs. However, if that POA is locked away in a safe deposit box that no one else but you can access, and the person you're counting on to protect you at the time of your need couldn't find, could find his or her hands tied. Go ahead and keep that original power of attorney with the original copy of your will and provide copies to those who might one day need it. Same goes for your healthcare advanced directives, like your living will, healthcare proxy, durable healthcare power of attorney, or mental healthcare power of attorney. They each serve unique purposes, but if no one can find them, then your wishes again may not be granted. None of these documents are going to do you any good if they're locked away and your agents cannot access them. Make sure that you have copies available and that you give copies to your agents. Next up, you always wanna make sure that if you are storing jewelry in your safe deposit box, that it's not uninsured. The wedding band from your first marriage, 
heirloom jewelry from your grandparents. Rare coins and similar valuables are good candidates for, safe de for your safe deposit box, but only if they're properly insured. The FDIC doesn't insure the contents of a safe deposit box, nor does the bank itself, unless otherwise stated in your agreement. Wells Fargo, for example, explicitly states that box contents aren't insured and advises box owners to purchase an appropriate policy from the insurance company of your choice. And there have been noteworthy disappearances from safe deposit box, uh, from safety deposit banks, especially after the banks change owners, sometimes multiple times. One owner of a safe deposit box had a, had a heart-dropping experience when he opened a bank box he had maintained for years, storing a prized collection of valuable watches. One day, they were just gone. And as the New York Times noted in its coverage of that loss, there are no federal laws governing the boxes. No rules require banks to compensate customers if their property is stolen or destroyed. Standard homeowners insurance offers some coverage for personal property kept off-premises, but limits are typically low for valuables such as jewelry and collectibles. One option is to contact your insurer to see if these limits can be raised. And alternatively, consider what's called a personal articles floater, a supplemental policy that provides added coverage for specified valuables. You'll likely need to get the items scheduled, which means providing original receipts or written appraisals. And it's a good idea to keep appraisals up to date for items that fluctuate widely in value. Be sure to take photos too, in case you ever need to file a claim. How about spare keys in your safe deposit box? And that's probably one of the worst things to keep in your wallet. If your wallet is ever lost or stolen, the key combined with the address on your driver's license is an open invitation to thieves to ransack your home. Keeping a spare house key in a safe deposit box is also a bad idea, albeit for different reasons. Think about it. You only have access to your safe deposit box during normal banking hours, and only if you have the box's key with you. And if you're like most people, your safe deposit box key is squirreled away somewhere inside your home from which you're currently locked out. Save yourself the aggravation and leave a spare key with a trusted neighbor or two or a nearby relative. And last up, keeping liquids and illegal or dangerous items in a safe deposit box. Your bank is probably going to offer up a list of what isn't permissible to keep in a safe deposit box and pay attention. Firearms are typically not allowed, nor are explosives. And the same goes for illicit drugs and hazardous materials. Figure anything illegal or dangerous is a no-no. And why would you take that to a bank in the first place? <laughs> Use common sense, but remember that different banks might have different rules. So read the fine print of your bank's safe deposit agreement. Many, if not all, do not allow liquids of any kind to be stored in your safe deposit box. So that decades old rare bottle of whiskey should stay at your house. And if you're still in doubt about what cannot be kept in a safe deposit box, ask your banker for clarification. So I hope that was helpful, guys, and that you learned a little something over the course of these yesterday and today about safe deposit boxes, what to keep in them and whatnot, and that you tune back in to our next episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton, and thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.